Welcome to History 605, the South Dakota State Historical Society's podcast, where we talk to historians, curators, filmmakers, artists, and authors about how they interpret the past. I'm Dr. Ben Jones, South Dakota State Historian and Director of the State Historical Society. Join me and our guests as we think historical. So it is most appropriate and fitting that in our first year of our second century that this should also be a year of reconciliation between the Indian people and the non-Indian people alike. History 605 is sponsored by the Groover Family Trust and done in partnership with South Dakota Public Broadcasting. Welcome to the show. Welcome to History 605. Today on the show is Mr. Joseph Daniels. Joe is currently the CEO of the America 250 Foundation. He began in this position last fall. Prior to that, he had over two decades of experience leading nonprofits, including the National September 11th Memorial and Museum in New York City, and the new National Medal of Honor Museum in Texas, in Arlington, Texas. Daniels earned a JD from the University of Pennsylvania and a history degree from the University of Washington in St. Louis. Joe, welcome to History 605. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. Um, you know, we, we s start talking about 2026 uh, in 2022. And uh, in 2026, the United States will be celebrating its 250th year of independence and the birth uh, of our nation. Um, Congress began preparations for a large and meaningful national celebration and created the National Commission to lead the nation's efforts in this, and America 250 represents a coalition of public and private partners, all working to create initiatives and programs that honor our first 250 years and inspire Americans to imagine the next 250 years. And Joe, you're the, you're the CEO of this amazing organization. I'm wondering... Um, how does America get ready for the 250th birthday? Well, it's um, there's a lot on a lot ahead of us to get the country ready, and um, you know the feeling is this 250th birthday, which is uh, officially called, is our semi-quincentennial. Doesn't quite roll off the tongue the same way the the bicentennial did in 1976, but it's a moment that matters for our country. So. We know that all across the, the political spectrum, the geographic landscape, every race and every religion, we're all Americans at heart. And so these next few years will be about building just the excitement and the support that we know is out there to make sure that when we have the semi-quincentennial, it's something that not only makes everyone who helps out proud, but generations from now will be able to reflect on it. Um, with a true sense of pride. You know, I'm old enough to remember the bicentennial in 1976, and I, I was 10, 9 or 10, and I remember the parades and the national events, the concerts that were on TV, the films that were being produced, and um, different states organized different things. In South Dakota, there was a wagon train that was organized from state line to the other side of the state, and many different things to celebrate that July 4th that made it 
not a typical July 4th, the kind of July 4th that a 10-year-old would remember for the rest of their lives, you know. I'm wondering, what are the kinds of things that Americans could expect to see in 2026? Well, we certainly, you know, that, that very kind of hometown, community-based efforts that people do associate with July 4th, um, except at a much bigger scale, will certainly be a part of this. We think that, you know, thousands and thousands of various initiatives will be happening from things at the very local level to things that we call national, national signature partnerships that will really involve programming for all Americans simultaneously. One of the things that we've been talking about um, is that although programming will start really years in advance, we imagine July 4th, 2024 as the kickoff for this two-year run-up to 2026, it'll start building the momentum, this cadence of programs that are coming. Um, but ultimately, that's going to kind of cap right around July 4th, 2026, through something um, titled the National Semi-Quincentennial Convention, um, which will be both an in-person and virtual experience for the nation, where individuals will gather at host cities, one in each state all across the nation, um, as well as the largest gathering, which will be at the very spot where America was born, um, of course, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which will, we think will be this sort of historic part political convention, part cultural festival, really showcasing the best of America, um, not only for Americans, but really for the world itself. Wow. Well, that sounds fantastic. And you'd say, so what are the kinds of things that are going to be starting in 2024 then? It would be kind of a rolling start or... Or things happening intermittently yeah, we, we between. Yeah, we a rolling start. I mean, it's everything, yeah. everything that um, you know. There's so much that our country has that has happened since the bicentennial, and you, I think, in particular, um, in the technology space, that will allow us to bring to bring programs across the country. So things like the Freedom Train, um, which mm -hmm. had a version of itself in 1976, will have a new version of itself um, that we're going to be partnering with for the semi-quincentennial. Um, all of the things it's going to be, you know, the, the most patriotic, sort of most uplifting and optimistic celebration I think America has ever had. Um, importantly, though, it will also, in, in addition to being a celebration, um, it's also a, a commemoration, and it'll be an opportunity for this country to look back on our first 250 years to mark all of the progress that this nation has made um, and will also help identify where if we come together, we can continue that progress on the journey to a more perfect union. Mm -hmm. So we're in this sort of planning phase right now with all of the various partners uh, that we've been able to sign up so far. I think there's um, 30 state commissions uh, that have been created, and we're looking for a, an America 250 state commission in, in every state. Uh, we're partnering with some of the largest federal agencies, everything from Interior with, of course, the Park Service um, to the State Department to make sure that the story of America in the international uh, arena gets told properly. 
Um, there's just so much to do, and we're in this planning stage right now where all these programs are getting identified and are getting developed, and we're just excited to start um, sharing our ideas with America quite soon. Okay. What, what kinds of things are, let's say, the Smithsonian, um, are they involved, and what kinds of things would they be doing or collaborating with? Yeah, so the Smithsonian is, is one of our most important partners at, at a couple of different levels. So they have um, a lot of the, of course, core history. And we'll be developing educational um, activities for schools across the country. Uh, so when a teacher in a, in a classroom, regardless of whether it's an elementary school teacher or high school, will be able to use America 250 as, as the sort of mothership of this, to help bring the resources from our partners um, directly to the classrooms. The Smithsonian, of course, also represents some of our most beloved institutions um, in this country. And we are in the process of putting together uh, what we're calling a coalition of historic sites that will involve some of the sort of most uh, historic institutions in our country, as well as important historic sites like the Alamo, as an example, mm -hmm. where we will be able to feature exhibitions and those institutions will be able to create exhibitions specifically about their subject area as it relates to the American experience. And that, that way, folks uh, certainly will be encouraged to come to, to Philadelphia or Washington, D.C. or New York, but they're not going to have to go there um, to really get a sense of this programming as we lead up to uh, July 4th, 2026. Okay. So it sounds like you're really going to take an opportunity here to explain how, uh, well, not just to dwell on the Declaration of Independence and in the year of 1776 and the context and so forth, but really to just walk Americans through how it has played out in certain instances and uh, in the 250 years. Is that, is that where you're going? Yeah, that, that's right. And there's so much when you asked about like to other potential programs, there's so there's so much rich, interesting history in every kind of era you can imagine. So mm -hmm. we're working with an organization that oversees Route 66, that famous 2,500 mile right. um, highway that cuts across a lot of America. And by working with them, we're going to be able to tell that story um, in a really rich and multi-dimensional way, stopping at you know all of the various interesting stops along that road and how it's changed and the people around the road and the towns have evolved, um, you know, over the time in our history. There's just there's in some ways it's it's about figuring out the most impactful programs because there's so much that we have to celebrate. One of our we have three themes for the semi-quincentennial. One focuses on our history, of course, our founding history and the history of the last 250 years. Um, we're focused on America's diversity. We are the most densely diverse nation in the history of the world, and we are who we are because of our diversity and not in spite of it. Um, and we're really looking forward to highlighting the fact that although you know, when you turn on the news, you often see the political divisions that play out. But the reality is, is that there are so many things in our country that already are bringing people together. When you think about 
um, the cultural landscape, whether that's sports or music or the arts, people of every race and religion and every ethnic background um, come together as Americans uh, to, to be with one another, and we want to celebrate and highlight that diversity. Um, and then the third component of our programming is going to be in the area of civic engagement. I think one of the most important lessons um, that we want to leave people with is that we're still a young country. We've only been around, you know, it will be 250 years. And right from the very beginning, there was this sense of service that this was an experiment and this still is an experiment. And the only way for America to continue to endure and continue to evolve and grow and continue to be the leader in the world that it is, is for each citizen to feel that they have a personal stake um, in making America thrive. So our programs around civic engagement will be about that, and there's so many ways to serve, whether that's in your community, whether that's in the military, edu in the education space. We want to make sure that people leave this celebration energized and motivated uh, to continue help our country continue its journey. Well, I, yeah, as I sit here and listen to you, uh, my, my idea of uh, ideas are popping off in my mind about the different things that we can do uh, in South Dakota. The, uh, the Missouri River, Lewis and Clark, um, certainly the Lauren Gold's Wilder book are kind of an ex uh, explanation of the American experience. And then um, uh, American Indians and their, uh, their presence uh, here long before uh, European Americans came, but yet they're Americans, uh, citizens as well. Um, and that history has a past that needs some explanation and a lot of uh, time to cultivate um, as a part of the celebration, I would think. So um, you mentioned a, a bit ago uh, private entities. What kind of um, private companies or, or entities are participating and what kinds of things are they looking to do? Um. Well, actually, before I answer that, I just wanted sure. to, to comment on something that you said about South Dakota specifically, sure. which is exactly the feeling that we want and we are going to ask Americans to start thinking about over the next several months leading all the way through up until the beginning of the uh, when we start delivering programs, which is what can your state add to the story of America? We're launching a... Well, we're calling our public first major public engagement effort called Discover America 250, which is a campaign that goes to all 50 states in 250 days, doing exactly what you just mentioned, which is hearing the ideas, seeing what states and cities and towns are thinking about or are dreaming about to be a part of the overall national celebration. We've already heard some incredible um, ideas that have been put forth. In fact, your your neighbor, uh, North Dakota, mm -hmm. we were we've been talking to, and you know there there's an effort underway there to open the Teddy Roosevelt Presidential Library on July 4th, 2026. Okay, and that's going to be one of our stops uh, on this Discover America 250 tour because we want to tell the nation what's coming. And so we would love to come to South Dakota. I think. What you mentioned about the importance of um, the indigenous 
tribes and mm-hmm. Native history that was here before we started in 1776. That's a crucial part of this semi-quincentennial. So we would love to come to South Dakota um, over these next few months to, to hear the ideas, to see the stories, to take in the landscape and what it means to be um, from South Dakota, because it's really, you know, it's an important part of our overall history. Right. One of one of the uh, pieces of feedback that we learned about the bicentennial, there were so many great things about it. One of the things, though, that people thought um, we could do even better this time around is to make sure that this is a truly national celebration. You know, there's so much of our founding history that is about of course, Philadelphia and the 13 colonies, uh, which is really important, of course. But our nation, of course, extends way, way, way beyond that. We want to make sure that all of the the cool, interesting, and really important history across our nation is told as a part of the semi-quincentennial, which is one of the reasons that this Discover America 250 going to all 50 states in 250 days is so important to the overall plan. Okay. Well, yes, the nine uh, federally recognized tribes in South Dakota um, would be uh, certainly have an interesting and worthwhile perspective on all of this. They've shared, uh, some of them have shared them, the thoughts with me over the past few months and about a wide variety of things. And uh, I'd look forward to um, bringing them into this discussion. That would be, that would be great. Definitely. Um. Oh, I had asked about the private entities and so forth, and you quite rightly uh, steered me back to something that, that we needed to, to discuss, so that was <laughs> great. But um, I saw a few months ago, or maybe it was just a few weeks ago, that the NFL had done something. We'll be, there'll be more kind of sponsorships like that by, by organizations that... Absolutely. Uh, I mean, our, yes, I mean, that it's, you know, when I talked about um, what in this country already brings people together, the sports arena is is probably the most popular and it's deeply patriotic and, and deeply embedded in our in our cultural history. I remember I think my I would say my first truly patriotic memory that I can recall was I was eight years old. It was the nineteen eighty Olympics. And I remember watching USA hockey um, play Russia and play the Soviet Union. And just hearing in that arena just the, the cries of USA, USA was just, it was amazing. It's an incredible feeling mm-hmm. to feel that you're a part of something. And there's nothing more special to feel a part of than the United States of America. So we're looking for entities and companies that represent this part of our culture. We did the uh, NFL Awards last year that identified three just American heroes um, that embody the characteristics that are, you know, so important, service and sacrifice and compassion and selflessness. Um, and they were highlighted uh, on Thanksgiving um, okay. at the Detroit Lions game. And so right. we're going to be doing a version of that again this year with the NFL. But we're looking to and do more stuff with the other leagues and companies that we're partnering with. So we have a a great partnership with Major League Baseball, um, and our, our folks are working hard to figure out the best programming we can do with them. I'll note that um, 
the all-star game in 2026 will be in philadelphia right around oh wonderful. july 4th so that'll certainly play yeah it's really really excited about that another massive thing that's going to be happening all across the united states that summer is that that's the summer of the u.s canada mexico hosting the world cup and when you think about the, the size <laughs> of the national and international audience for a world cup right during the summer of our 250th we're really looking forward to uh to doing programming that's on the international stage that involves these matches and there's going to be more lots more to come on that but that's you know that's really uplifting kind of celebratory stuff that is uh we're really excited about yeah yeah the venue of that yeah international soccer is is um well, millions of people uh, watch that intently all over the globe, uh, north and south hemisphere. Um, it, it has a huge that's following, right. and uh, uh, so that's well, that's exciting news too. Um, shifting gears a little bit, I wonder. I, I have looked through some of the records of what South Dakota did in 1976. I wonder, if, as you, you and your team have. Um, are getting prepared for this. What happened in 1976, and what are some of the things that um, is kind of setting, uh, or that will be different from from then, as opposed to, um, or that was done in the bicentennial? What do you yeah, What do you I think will really a great be different? Question. I, I, yeah, I think you know there's certain things that folks remember that we want to make sure to preserve. One of, the, in addition to the the Freedom Train, which is a, such an important component of the bicentennial there was a, a pretty massive tall ship um, commemoration and celebration on the, our coastal cities particularly on the east coast mm -hmm. and those things are going to happen again this time okay but now when you think of the just how deeply connected we are uh, through social media and through uh, the internet in general there's the possibilities for what we can do are, are just really endless one of the ideas that we've been talking about is uh, a show that features patriotic songwriters uh, who mm. will, would come on from different backgrounds. You can imagine, you know, a country singer from Georgia, a Somali American from Minneapolis that are playing original songs that they wrote about America for an audience of, you know, 300 million plus Americans. Right. Um, there's so much there in that cultural space that people would get excited that based on what people actually watch and interact with online, it would be something that would be really popular and make people feel good right. about being an American. So, right. you know, it's, it's about connecting with all of the different industries that can make that happen. So certainly Hollywood is going to play a big part in this. Silicon Valley is going to, be a necessary and, and really great partner in all this, along with the sports stuff. And of course, the, our historical institutions that we mentioned before, it's sort of this full court press to get people involved. And okay. one, one of the ways that I'm hopeful, and we have more work to do here, but this semi-quincentennial offers an opportunity in some ways to show off a little bit about, about America um, and when you think about our historic kind of mark that we've made in, in the innovation space, that could be uh, an right. incredibly 
cool area to involve not only the the innovators themselves, the you know the young entrepreneur who drops out of school to invent the next Google, mm-hmm. um, but do it in a way that gets everybody's eyes on it um, in in a shared moment. Those kind of shared experiences, I think, are, is what can have a really deep emotional impact. And you know, when I was at um, the 9/11 memorial and museum. The, the notion of shared experience is really important. And I think, you know, when they, obviously the America came together in such an incredible way in the aftermath of 9-11. And now that, that was a result of the tragedy, of course. But it showed that even in a country where we are just known for arguing and fighting with each other, that when the times require, we have this ability to come together with limitless compassion that's what we hope for this semi-quincentennial, that not from a tragedy, but as a moment where we all step back, take a break from kind of the daily interactions that, frankly, lots of people are, are ready to move on from. And we're going to give them that opportunity by doing things um, and putting aside the normal and coming together to celebrate the fact that this country, although far from perfect, is an incredible, incredible nation. And we want to make sure that people know that there's a lot of joy to be had in in celebrating what we've done. And in the areas where progress needs to be made, I mean, when you go back, and this relates to our history theme, you know, the founding itself, 1776, there was so much in our Declaration of Independence and then later in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights the, the rights and the values and the freedoms that were outlined are incredibly special. But what didn't work and what this journey of 250 years in many ways has been about is making sure that those freedoms and values apply to everyone mm-hmm. who is an American. And that journey has had fits and starts. It's had great progress in, in many areas. But America is always about trying to perfect the union. So by coming together for this 250th to galvanize the entire country as Americans and to say, look, we've come this far. We still have more to go. Um, let's do this together. That's, that's certainly a, a feeling that I hope that this semi-quincentennial can engender. Right. Well, it strikes me that, I mean, if there was any time when America was disunited— it would have probably been in, ni- in the mid-1970s after Watergate and Vietnam, and yet the bicentennial was carried off, and uh, I think my memory serves, and looking back and reading the, the newspapers from that day, that they, Americans got a lot out of that experience of the celebrating the bicentennial. So I think you're right. I think people are, yeah. will hopefully be uh, of a mind to say, hey, let's, let's uh, celebrate who we are and why we're here, and we can recognize the um, the day-to-day issues, certainly, and deal with them, but the expanding yep. and uh, a sense of uh, rights is, is all hearkening back to that original document. Well, Joe, it's been a, a great conversation. I was wondering if there's anything else you'd like to add that we that we didn't cover. Yeah, I, I just wanted to add that what helps us the most is for uh, America to be a part of this this journey, even at this early stage where we're still formulating the ideas, we're just 
beginning to talk to the states and our partners about what we can do that's really great. So I would just encourage people to go to America250.org and just sign up. Um, we, we certainly have a, a bunch of money that we need to raise, um, but really what matters most at this stage is is just getting involved. Just sign up for the newsletter. You'll get our, our email blast. And I can tell you that for, for those that do want to support us um, and will sign up for the newsletter, follow us over these years. By the time we actually start doing programming at a national level, um, knowing that you were involved early, that you followed us the whole way, that's a really, really special feeling. And this is, you know, the 250th is, is a, it's going to be an historic event and historic time in our country's history so it's a great opportunity you know to get the family involved to be able to look back and say like i can't believe in a time where this country was so polarized and so divided that we were able to come together um and it was just really amazing and i know with all the people who are working on this that that goal is certainly within reach, and we just want America to be involved in, in going to America250.org. It's the best way to do it. Right. Well, well said. And while you were speaking, I just pulled up uh, your Facebook page here and, and clicked the follow. So I'm one of your 5,500 followers. I'm sure you, you'll have more uh, shortly as you do more things oh like this goodness, and get the word yeah. out. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's good to be in the first 10,000. <laughs> Uh, of that. Yeah, and that's great. And honestly, Ben, I I appreciate this re- a lot. And, I, you know, it, it is a personal goal of mine. I grew up on the East Coast. I went to college in, in Missouri. I spent a long time in Colorado. Mm-hmm. But I want this commemoration to, to really bring out what's special about this country from states that are not, you know, our 13 colonies. And right. South Dakota that your area, I think, could just make a, a really special contribution to this. So to the extent, you know, you talk to the, your your fellow South Dakotans and the leadership there, we would love mm-hmm. to highlight um, ideas that that would emanate from there. And then we'd love to, to make it a stop on this Discovery 250 tour. Um, we'll follow up more about that, but uh, I'd love yeah. to I'd love to come to the state and visit. Well, we'd love to have you. Like I said, many of the things that you mentioned here, I was I was just thinking of different things we could do. And so before I announce them publicly, I probably ought to kick them around with my team and so forth and the other folks in the state. But we, uh, Perfect. I'm sure that the state government and different um, entities in the state and the tribes uh, would, would uh, love to dive in and, and be a part of this. That's terrific. We'd like to thank Howard and Dorothy Groover for their passion for history and the support of the South Dakota State Historical Society. It's through gifts such as theirs that we're able to tell South Dakota's history. We'd like to thank our partner, South Dakota Public Broadcasting, and most importantly, we'd like to thank you for listening. Please rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to find podcasts. We'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode of History 605.